Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Thoughts on Demand. This week, Jake, Dusty, and I talk about the NFL and Colin Kaepernick, and then Dusty reveals he's been to the U.S. Open. We then talk about the topic of your kids stealing your stuff around the house. We discuss what it's like to live on the coast and the ripoff of parking garages, the new wave of buying cars out of vending machines. We then move into automation and how machines are proliferating all and more aspects of our life. I then wrap it up with a story about my protest against the environment. I break now it's time for you to do your part and help melt the snowflakes. So remember to subscribe to the show, share us with a friend, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter at TOD Podcast. Hope everybody has a wonderful Thanksgiving, and I hope you enjoy the show. Enough of that on uh, Twitter with the Twitter trolls. And so, it's funny, dude. Like, I, you realize how people just see what they want to see when you start to kind of pay attention to like their Twitters, when you're starting to go through Twitter and looking at it. Like uh, today, somebody on the uh, the podcast Twitter was getting all pissed off. And I don't, because I was like, yeah, dude, we'll find, I was like, I threw up a link to Apple, to the Apple podcast link. And they're like, I don't, I, I despise Apple products. And I was like, all right, well, here's a Spotify link for you. And they're like, no, I don't use Spotify. It charges you money. I was like, it's a free show. Like it's, it's free on Spotify. Go get it. And they're like, no, Spotify, you're, you're a stupid liberal and uh, you're absolutely wrong. Spotify is not free. It's nine ninety five a month. And I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about, dude? The podcasts are free. Like, here's a link. Click the fucking link. Like, <laughs> all you have to do is no, can't you, click it. Can't no, click no, it. That's exactly it. They're like, and that they just kept fucking like, like sending me tweets. I was like, I don't give a shit enough about this. Like, all, I, I, all because I, they saw like a, a like a UK daily tabloid ad on Facebook that says Spotify now charges nine ninety five and is against. Um, Gays, <laughs> right? No, the, their reasoning behind it was, um, they're like, my brother pays nine ninety five a month for his Spotify. Oh, so okay, he uses Spotify, Spotify premium, premium. It's a premium account. No shit. Like, hey, I pay nine ninety five a month for my Amazon Music. I thought it's premium. Um, so no shit. I was just like, these people are fucking just like dumb. And sometimes I cannot do it. I cannot do it. Like, I, I had a, another one where I actually, we were, I was like, fuck this. I'm, I'm just gonna run this guy into the ground. And he was like talking about where he he knows that you can buy automatic weapons at a gun store. What? And I was like, hey, everybody, let's just point out how stupid this guy is. And he dude, he fucking deleted everything, blocked me, all that kind of shit. I'm like, damn, really? That quick? Because you're you're fucking that dumb. Like, you should know. Come on, if you're gonna sit here and debate how horrible and how much you hate guns, you, you can't be absolutely wrong on all the topics. Um, uh. I had a guy the other day block me on Facebook. Uh, did you see the 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 fight in the Browns game or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he posted. It was um, was it Brown? Yeah, Browns and uh, Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, yeah. So he posted that uh, that Rudolph deserved that ass kicking. If he would have blah 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 blah, I was like, well, it looks to me like he kind of had his hand caught in his helmet, and the fact that he smashed him in the head's technically assault. And then the dude writes me on Facebook and says, let's talk about the fact that you have a dishonorable discharge from the army. You want to talk about that? I was like, well, first of all, I have an honorable discharge. And what the fuck does that have to do with the NFL? And he just came attacking me through Messenger. And I'm just like, what is wrong Damn, with people? Dude. Yeah, all over so this NFL bus. Uh, kind of. Not really. We, we partied a couple times 10 years mm-hmm. ago, maybe, and have not on Facebook ever since. And that was pretty much it. Dude, it's funny how that is our entire social interaction now. Like, I mean, for a lot of people, Facebook and social media, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff is, exa- that's all the, that's the only way they communicate with people in their social lives outside of work. Dude, I, I had, I lost, and like, I give a fuck, honestly, I lost three Facebook friends to a silly comment on that Mason Rudolph thing. Um, What'd you say? I just said uh, I like because everyone was bitching about what the guy did, and I just jokingly said I really love what he did. Hashtag make for make football great again. Pouncey was a true oh, hero. Oh my god, did I get shit for that? Why? <laughs> what were they giving you shit about? What was their rebuttal? Um, how I brought politics into it, and how dare and just, oh, just it fucking lit people up just the way I thought it would. I knew it was going to trigger some fucking pussies. That's too funny, dude. Oh, yeah. Pouncey was a hero there, man. Backed up his quarterback like a hockey player would back up his goalie, started kicking in the dude's head. (laughs) You know what? I'm the first one to scream and yell about them flagging for fucking hits because the first hit where they ejected uh, Demarius Randall from that game, 
to me, that wasn't an egregious hit. I thought he was going in there to make a football play and helmets happened to hit and the dude got fucked up. That's life. That's football. But, man, you cannot be fucking ripping people's helmets off and, and acting like that. That is not... No, that was that is not That is not a sportsman. I'm sorry. Well, you as don't... of right now, he has, what, an indefinite suspension? Well, I was reading on the internet tonight uh, that Mason Rudolph and his attorney are looking at pressing charges. Oh, Might shit. as well. He, he literally assaulted him. He did. Huh. What do you do you guys think Pouncey should have got what he got? He got no. like three weeks or something like that? No. I mean you'd fucking trying to to help your quarterback who's being assaulted outside of the game during yeah, really, the game. You're you're basically trying to break up a street fight at that point. Mm-hmm. It's like when a like a hockey player's you know, they mess with their goalie, they're gonna back up their goalie. Yeah, hockey's different though. That was kind of part of the whole game. I mean that's that we go to hockey to watch fights, not sports. Yeah, that's I mean, true though. You know that's kind of built into it. You'd be like going to the UFC and being pissed that someone's fighting. You know, it's it's that's part of what the sport is. But for football, it's not. It's like a, like a fight out that breaks out in baseball or soccer or some shit. Yeah. He's got all the smoke, all the fanage. I know, man. <laughs> shit, drinking over there. He's probably got scotch going on too. I actually, right. I have a blueberry wheat beer from a local brewery here. Do you have is ice that... in it? Yes, I do. You queer. You don't drink ice with fucking beer. You know what? No, no, no. It's it's a ball of ice, a couple... It, you know what? Don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> First of all, okay. I don't... People are going to be like, ah, your beer's going to get watered down. If you're exactly. fucking not drinking it fast enough that it's getting watered down, then you deserve your man card pulled. Don't give me that shit about ice. Okay. All right. All right. So I have a, a story of how I almost got screwed this week, and I, I was really kind of pissed about it, and I feel like this should be almost against the law. Are we talking right? in a gay way, or... Who knows? I mean, it, it was at a dentist's office, so I don't know what he does when he puts me under. Um, mm. And you know what? Hey, oh, that's I his got business. a story about that. <laughs> <laughs> but so I, I go to the dentist, and he's like, "Hey, I'm going to prescribe this treatment for you." It's and they and they came into the office, and they bring in like their insurance adjuster person in the office to give you a breakdown of how much everything costs. So they were like, "You know, hey, I want to do this treatment for you. It's sixty dollars here in the office, and it was a." a a wash like a rinse in your mouth and i was like what the fuck dude really 60 bucks i was like well can you just prescribe this shit to me he's like oh yeah yeah i can prescribe it you can pick it up at cvs i was like please do that so in the office he was charging i think it was like 60 dollars and maybe it was 80 dollars something like that i was like that's fucking ridiculously expensive for a mouthwash i went to the dent or the pharmacy to pick it up guess how much i paid 2.99 free from your insurance two dollars and 16 cents and this motherfucker's trying to charge me 50, 60, 80 bucks, whatever the hell it was. And my whole thought is, is how many people have no idea that they could ask for that to be prescribed and they're going to pay it because this doctor's recommending it. But realistically, it's nothing that you need. And you can go pick it up somewhere else for way cheaper. I, I just don't get how that's, that's, that's ethical. Well, here's one for you. I went in for my physical a month ago. And um, just it's a normal physical. It's free of charge. It's, they want you to go get it done. And I went in, and the guy runs normal blood tests, and he's like, hey, we're going to run you for another panel, you know, because some of the things that I was saying I was feeling, he wanted to run. I'm like, okay, you know, is that normal part of the physicals? Yep, yep, absolutely. And I got a fucking bill the other day for 398 bucks because it was not part of the physical. What Talk, the hell? Dude, and this is, this is why I hate doctors, because I really fucking feel like they're in it for the money and not the well-being of the patient. And oh, I was, absolutely. It's... You know what? Are you a doctor? Are you a salesman? What the fuck are you? Because if you're a salesman, cool. Then at least I know you're a salesman. I know how to handle you. If you're a doctor, then I need to trust you that you have my well-being at hand. You know, they're practicing medicine. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Well, more like they're fucking practicing gouging you. Because to me, the, this guy coming in, I mean, how often does that happen times how many people? And I guess it's mm -hmm. one of those things where, you know, you have to listen to the experts. A lot of people nowadays, I think they intentionally make cars so difficult to work on. And in a lot of cases, you can't even work on them unless you have like a reset master computer. They intentionally do that because they don't want people to be able to do it themselves. They want you to go in and see the expert who can recommend way more. I went through that skin condition for almost six months, and they were doping me up on this drug called Bactrim. It's a sulfa, and I was mm -hmm. allergic to the drug the whole time, and my skin was getting worse and worse and worse and worse, and they kept putting me on more and more of this antibiotic. And it's like, I mean, I saw 10 doctors before someone figured out, oh, you're having an allergic reaction, a basic allergic reaction. 
you well, know I think what for I mean? a lot of situations, what it is is they want to really they, they throw more stuff at it, and they think just uh, just add on top of it. The more you layer on, the the better it's going to get. When realistically, they should be looking at like, hey, what can we pull you off of that might be causing all these side effects? I mean, shit, if you're on six different prescriptions, how many different side effects are going to manifest in that? As opposed to, hey, let's take you off a couple of these and maybe just change it up. Well, and how many side effects are manifesting due to the combination of drugs that wouldn't necessarily be there on one or the other? Yeah. Or, and, and then the other part of it, too, is how many just people are, are so wonky that, you know, they go see a doctor. Oh, he, he's the expert. And they start doing all sorts of extra shit or weird stuff or taking who knows what. And, they, they, you know, they're the ones that are coming and asking for medications. And, you know, I think a lot of those people are those hypochondriacs who make up symptoms. You know, we all know that person who I've got. I've, I've lived with one girl. She was either sick, getting over being sick, is sick, or feel something coming on. There was always a stage of sick. And she always was talking about all, all the orange juice she had in the fridge and shit. And I'm just like, how much of this is just in your head? Absolutely. I mean, well, then you go on the flip side of it too, where you have a situation like me, where after a car accident, I'm having severe pain and that they couldn't explain. And they, I don't know how they sent me to a shrink, two different shrinks to make sure that I wasn't making it up. And I went on like that for five years. Well, maybe not five years, but going to a mental health professional before you start full time, long term pain management actually might not be a bad idea. And then you go to pain management, they're going to dope you up on a ton of opioids. No, no, no. But here's the thing. I wasn't looking for that. I wanted answers. I wanted to know what was going on. What were you feeling? I'd have burning pain um, just in general muscles for no reason. Hmm. Well, there's a reason to it, but they just weren't able to find it. Well, right. But it wasn't something like I was doing something. It wasn't... Is I don't it know. Legs at all, sciatica kind of thing, or, um, you know, man, I, I no, it it wasn't, it wasn't. It was. Let's say like you would have a hot butter knife. It literally felt like somebody was sticking, you know, a hot butter knife between the bone and the muscle, all throughout, you know, in my shoulders, in my arm, in my neck, and there'd be times where I'd wake up and my hands would be locked in one position, almost like arthritis. And Whoa. Yeah. Okay, hold on, hold on. So a couple weeks ago, that kind of talks, it plays into something. A couple weeks ago, um, we were starting to record an episode, and you were talking about sleep paralysis. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Did we not go into that? No, so you started a very very kind of high level. So uh, you know what? Let's do this. Let's just go ahead and start from the very beginning, and let's hear this. Because I know know Dusty has a few things he can add into it, too, because he's experienced a little bit of the same, but it doesn't sound like it's quite on the same level as what you were experiencing. So go ahead and tell us what happened. I forgot that we had had that technical difficulty, and we had to bail on that. So what – this has been going on for probably two years. And um, I actually figured it out after using the float tank a few times. Mm-hmm. So what was going on where I would be falling asleep at night, and I th- thought at one point I was dreaming, but there was a few times where I, I would, oh, like, I'm asleep, and I, and I would go to move, and I'm like, oh, I can't move. I, I must be dreaming. And I would wake up the next day and pass it off as a dream. And then it happened to me in the float tank, and I realized that my mind was awake. I was coherent in my head, but my body wasn't responding. Mm-hmm. So the next time that it happened, when I, I practiced breathing as I was and as I would go to sleep at night, and it was something that my mom had taught me when I was a young kid because I always had a hard time falling asleep. So she would teach me this breathing exercise. So I'd pretty much do that every night. And it, I would realize that, okay, I'm in this deep, I feel like I'm in a deep sleep. I feel like I'm going to sleep. And I would go to move. I would go to move my arm and I couldn't move it. And I realized, oh shit, okay, I am awake, but my body is asleep and it wouldn't respond. So the first couple times I kind of ignored it. Like, I'm, I'm, this, is, this is just crazy. I'm not, this, I'm dreaming this. But then I, I kept trying it. I had, it, happened, it happened to me a few times where I would, I, and I just pass it off as well. My body was fell asleep before my mind would, and it wouldn't scare me. It wouldn't make me panic because I, I kind of knew 
what was going on. And I'm like, it's just, it is what it is. You know, my body falls asleep before my, my brain does. Then I happen to see a commercial about sleep paralysis and it hit me like, holy shit, this happens to people and they freak out. But to me, this is normal. Like it doesn't bother me. And I realized this was a thing and it had been going on for a while and it's, I, it still happens. I, I can do it. I can get myself to a point where, you know, I know that, you know, the wife is coming to bed and I'm okay. I'm going to say something and I nope I'm out my body won't respond to anything I'm doing and um, it takes a few minutes to get it to kind of come back if I wanted to so what's the longest you ever sat in that paralysis mode probably around six minutes that's almost but terrifying it, but it's hard but to know, tell because I can't open my yeah. eyes either yeah see mine's way different than that that like two different types of sleep paralysis like you mentioned like I'll be dead asleep and they'll be like something holding like i could just like something holding me down telling me if if you stay asleep you're you're gonna die but you better wake up right now and then you're just like fighting to wake up and you're just like oh my god i can't wake up i can't wake up type so you're deal. having like nightmares see right to me nightmares. that sounds like a dream 100 percent, it's a dream it, and that's what i thought this was until i realized that you know i'd been through this mentally a few times where i knew what was going on i was coherent to the situation so when we were younger, I, I remember several times in several instances where you you had either night terrors or difficulty sleeping. Yeah. I remember one yep. morning, it was like Saturday morning cartoons, I was watching cartoons, and I hear you down, I mean, your bedroom was at the end of the hall, and I hear you screaming, and I'm not going to say it here, but you were screaming obscenities, and you're like, fucking, fuck these people, fuck them. And I'm like, what's going on? So I go down the hall, and I open your door, and you're on your knees with your eyes wide open, but... You, I can tell, I can tell like the lights aren't on, like you're asleep, like you're dead asleep, but basically you're sleepwalking and you yeah. were having a full on fight. And then you looked at me and you woke up and you're like, what's up, dude? And I was like, I don't know. You fucking tell me. And you're like, nothing, man, nothing. And then you just laid right down and went back to bed. Yeah. I, it, that, and that happened to me a lot when I was younger. It's been a lot of years since I've had something like that. Um, but there was one time when I was, this was, you weren't even born yet. In fact, mom was pregnant with you. Uh -huh. And uh, dad had moved to Las Vegas already to go get a house all set up because we were all moving. And we stayed with grandma. Mm -hmm. And I had got up in the middle of the night and went out. They found me in the garden picking vegetables. Middle of the night. That's crazy. And Five there, years old. That's scary there because yeah, I mean, there's that all is sorts scary. of shit in the woods Fucking there. bear can eat you. I always yeah. used to like think what if you what if you were sleeping and like went and killed somebody like while you were sleeping like and it's not even your fault you were sleeping or something wild like that i don't know well there was a few times and this was during that pain episode they had me on some sleeping medication because mm. i couldn't sleep and i would kind of come to at work like i and i drive 45 minutes on the highway in the morning you know two in the morning 45 minutes to work and i'd kind of just kind of come to as i was at work kind of like what oh, mm -hmm. fuck how did i get here but that was definitely sleeping pills now i'm not on anything like that and i'm going through the sleep paralysis thing which doesn't bother me it is what it is mm -hmm. i i don't care but um i didn't realize that that was a thing i thought it was nuts Shit, one of my Indians, favorite bro. stories of, one of my favorite stories about jake sleeping uh he had, had his wisdom teeth ripped out and he was sleeping on the couch in the living room. My dad and I were out watching football, and, and we were talking. You know, we're in the living room. Fuck it. He's passed out. And from a dead sleep, he sits up, looks at us both in the eye, eyes, and just screams, will you turn down that fucking canoe? And gets up and walks out of the room. <laughs> and I know he was really doped up from having his wisdom teeth ripped out, yeah. but it was so bizarre of turn down that fucking canoe. And Did he said it with such anger. Laughing? Uh, no, it was so bizarre that it took a second to really kind of like register what he had said. And so, uh, yeah, we, we just kind of sat there. And then I started busting up laughing more so because he was like 16. And when he's, you know, when you're 16, you don't cuss in front of your parents really yet. <laughs> so he's sitting here screaming, fucking canoe, yeah. which where the hell does your brain pull canoe out of that? I wish I could tell you. I do not remember that. Yeah. Don't remember. Oh man, yeah, that was that was fucking awesome. I remember when I had my wisdom teeth ripped out. The doctor, as they were starting to put me down, I was like, "Where do you want to be?" And I said, "Anywhere but here." And then I remember, I remember waking up in my dad's truck in the garage at home, 
I'm like, how the fuck did I get here? And the thing that got me the most is I looked down. I was like, oh, who put my sweater on? Usually the doctor's supposed to take clothes off when they put you under. What's up with this? They're putting clothes on me? How ugly am I? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, that. so I don't know if I should mention that kind of shit to my doctor that I was going through episodes like that. I really haven't, I didn't even, I haven't even shared it with my wife, honestly. You probably should. I probably should. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, we were just talking about how doctors are scam artists. He's probably going to be like, I got a pill for you. That's just it. It's, <laughs> and it's not something that bothers me. I'm going to sleep. It's not, you know, and when I wake up in the morning, the alarm goes off, I'm fucking up. It's like all. Yeah. Oh, so you're you not like not, paralyzed. You're not yeah, you're you're not like sitting there in a paralysis mode, reaching for your alarm, but you're like, "Fuck, I can't turn this alarm off, and it won't shut up." No, it's only happened going to sleep. It's only happened oh. while I'm going to sleep, and I get okay. myself super relaxed. I've you had, know, what? I, I've actually heard of that as being pretty common. I've had times where I'm going to sleep and and like my body doesn't or my mind doesn't want to go to sleep and that it's a paralysis type of thing and you're just fighting it and you don't want to fall asleep for some reason i don't know if it's a dream i'm having or something and and you're fighting it and you're fighting it and it's the weirdest feeling ever it's almost scary well you know this is going to sound very uh, progressive but you know sleep is a spectrum and it's just kind of like gender because if you think about it there's a lot of people um, when they're falling asleep, they have that jolt where they, they shake awake and they wake themselves up, right? You know, mm-hmm. kids do it a lot. Animals do it. You see your dog twitching and shit like that. Well, that's that brain shutting off from your actual body. So when you're dreaming, you're not acting out your dreams or sleepwalking. So why wouldn't it be that there's going to be a certain percentage of people where, you know, obviously it's going to be the opposite of that, which is Jake, where he now falls into a paralysis and his body breaks that connection between body and mind. And it's such a bigger, it's a much bigger break. So now it's paralysis as opposed to twitching yourself away. Interesting. I didn't even think of that being a, a possibility. Yeah. I had this uh, conspiracy that what if when you die, your soul leaves your body, right? And then it goes into the nearest mother that is pregnant nearby. And that's how souls enter. Well, isn't that some form of Buddha, right? I don't know. That's reincarnate. The light you're seeing is your, is your, you know, the light you're going towards is really the light in the operating room where you're being born all right so we're gonna take a five minute here we're all gonna smoke dmt and we're gonna come back (laughs) (laughs) well you know that that is that reincarnation i always you know like everyone's like what do you think happens to you when you die i'm like well nothing but what i hope happens is like you get to travel at the speed of thought which sounds really gay, but uh, you get to travel like, I, I want to be on that planet, I'm there. I want to be somewhere in the universe, I'm there. And it'd be just kind of cool that you can see and do everything you wanted, but damn, dude. Dude, yeah, what, if you, what, if you, what if your soul did leave and you just like, and like animals and plants and like the closest thing you're near is like a fucking 150-year-old apple tree and you just get sucked into it and you have to sit there as a tree for 150 years. <laughs> Shit, if you're a tree and it's only 150 years, you're probably pretty lucky. Until some uh, gardeners come by for fall cleanup. Right. <laughs> Shit, dude. Or some woodpecker starts pecking at one of your knot holes. And you're like, dude, that's not a knot hole. That's my asshole. So I know you guys want to talk about it. What do you guys think about these uh, security officers getting charged for not doing their routine inspections? What? What? Yeah, I don't watch the news, man. Oh, wow. So, um,. Two security officer or two um, jail officers got arrested today in the Epstein case because they did not do uh, mandatory checks. They were on the internet and sleeping, and they're getting faced with five years in jail. Yeah, should have been doing your job. Yeah, it's basic, but at the same time, you know for sure everybody's doing it. No, you know for sure they were told you go do something else for an hour and a half. And do not come back here. So now they gotta eat it. Now they gotta eat the fucking fall for it too, huh? Yep. Yeah, hopefully get paid good. Or yep. when they get locked up, they're gonna end up fucking dead. Well, what's messed oh, up probably. about it is like when I was in the army, we'd do fire inspect fire drills or whatever, and and you'd have to mark off that you check this area, this area, blah 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 blah, and like everybody just signed the sheet and we went to sleep. It's just what everybody does. So I'm sure everybody else at that jail is doing the same thing. And not to mention, the jails are like completely understaffed. And 
I don't know. The whole thing's wild. When you have such a high-profile person, though, you better fucking be on your best behavior. You be on your best behavior during that time. That dude, there, there is so much more to that, and yeah. we're never gonna know. The Epstein thing is now turning into like the new. That's what she said. Oh yeah, it's a trend. It, it, it just won't stop, dude. It, I thought it would die by now. Nah. I'm amazed it's still going, and people are getting still more and more elaborate with it. This is oh. it, maybe it's like the new planking. It they're really making, is. They're making shirts that say "Christmas lights are like Epstein. They don't hang themselves." Yeah, <laughs> and, and you know what was it? They were talking. You know, this the guy has known so many people and has so much dirt on so many people I, it's a bummer that he ended up getting whacked but That's, the fact that like the FBI I think said that today they're going to open an investigation into his death I uh, thought it was absolutely hilarious to see a meme that says do you know it has a picture of Hillary Clinton it says do you know 58 people that have killed themselves <laughs> and then you really sit there and think about it and you're like Damn, that's kind of true. I think I know like two, one or two. And it's like 58 people. Could you imagine knowing 58 people that all killed themselves? <laughs> yeah, being close relation to you. I mean, somewhere along. <laughs> Has it really been that many? That, that's what the meme said. I don't know. You can't You can't trust the internet, but I don't no, doubt you it. you can, but damn, man. That's true house of cards status. Uh, I can't confirm it, but I don't not believe it. All right, so I had something that happened to me today. I saw it, and it pissed me off. I just want to get you guys' opinion on this, all right? Yeah. We were at the store, and I needed to buy a salt shaker, like a, a salt grinder. So I bought a salt grinder, and I realized there's an expiration date on the back of this thing. And I started reading it, and it's like, oh, it's pink Himalayan sea salt. That's what my wife likes. So I was like, all right, I'm going to get this pink Himalayan sea salt. And it's like a harvested from deep within the earth, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, hold on, let me get this shit straight. This salt is harvested from in the earth, which means it's been there for thousands of years. You've dug this shit out and you've put it in a plastic bottle and told me, hey, if you don't use this within the next year, you need to throw it out. It's been in the ground for thousands of years. How does it have an expiration date of 18 months? The packaging goes bad. Yeah, this, Maybe this, once this, it comes out of the ground and gets exposed to oxygen or something. I don't know. That's the only thing I could think of. I call bullshit. I think they're just like, hey, you need to fucking use this and throw it out because and we need buy you to more. buy some more salt. We need you to buy more salt. But I was just like, well, what else are they lying to us about for as far as expiration dates? Because I think I've told this story on here before. Uh, you know, Jake and I both used to work for Frito. Yeah. And I was in one of those grocery stores, and they were moving the shelving units. And they moved the shelving unit, and underneath of it, they found a seven-year-old bag of Cheetos. And I was like, oh, I'll give you credit for it. It's in the store. Fuck it. I don't care. It's 80 cents. And so I gave them credit for it, but I opened it. I was like, let's try these. And everyone's like, no, no, I'm not trying that thing. It's seven years old. I was like, who cares? Let's just try it. If it's awful, you spit it out. Tasted perfect. <laughs> it didn't you know? taste a day after it rolled off the line, it tastes exactly the same as any other bag of Cheetos on that shelf. That's that's no bullshit. I know I had taken a bunch of credits one time, and there was stuff that was probably four or five months out of code. I took them out of the store, and we had a giant annual ice fishing trip that we used to take. So I took a whole couple, I was like three or four cases full of all these outdated chips up there. And we stayed at my buddy's dad's house on the lake, and we all ice fished. And these chips, we, people went through them like, like there's no tomorrow. And we all left. So the next year, we all go back again for the same trip, and I wasn't working there anymore, and I don't bring any chips. I'm like, Eric, can we get some of these chips off your dad's fridge? There was a bunch of bags of Lay's up there. He's like, dude, those are the ones you brought last year. He goes, we didn't get through them all. So we cracked them open. Couldn't tell the fucking difference. They were, what, two years out of code? When I worked at Whole Foods, they did this thing uh, with McDonald's hamburgers. And this is kind of off subject, but the preservatives in the McDonald's hamburger will keep the McDonald's hamburger looking the same for like 20 years. They had it like up in this shelf and the McDonald's hamburger never looks any different than what it does five years ago. Part of that though too is it dries out, but I've seen it because there's a few different places that I've seen where they've pulled out that hamburger and it's like it looks exactly the same. But then again – and you know what you're getting when you're eating a McDonald's. On your pink Himalayan salt, I, I had to Google it, and it says it lasts up to 250 million years. And the reason why they would put expiration dates on it is to cover liability and to get you to buy more product. <laughs> 
They have to. <laughs> you know what? I would if I if I was a salt manufacturer. My new goal is to be a salt manufacturer, just so I can get my lawyers to let me put an expiration date on there of two hundred and fifty million years from now. That's <laughs> yeah, just ridiculous. It's well, just you know, wrapped all the way around the bottle. That's a good marketing thing. Yeah, it'd be hilarious. Never like, expires, and then two hundred and fifty yeah. zero 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 wrapped around the bottle. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's exactly it. That shit's fucking hilarious. There that you go, hilarious. dude. Got your next business. You guys got anything? No, man. I wasn't expecting to come on here. I had a fucking gripe. Well, I was I was got late getting on here, so I have an office that I keep locked. No kids are in. Mm-hmm. It's just for the wife and I, so nobody fucks our stuff up. Because we had our office downstairs. Mm-hmm. The kids would get on the computer. They'd rip shit apart. They'd fuck with the file cabinet. You got bills flying all over the place. <laughs> so I set up an office. And I have, this is where I keep my, this is where I podcast from. I have my headphones on my little mic. Everything stays plugged in. It doesn't get fucked with. I come in here. If I can get all situated, get my drink ready, you know, fire one up. And and then I go to put my headphones on. And guess what? Fucking headphones are gone. So I go inside and look at my wife. I go, hey, where are my headphones? I gave them to my daughter. But this is why I keep my shit locked. And so now I'm in my daughter's room in the dark while she's sleeping, hunting for my shit <laughs> that was under fucking lock and key. Your wife betrayed you. No, I, I get what she was doing because I'm sure my daughter was just driving her up a wall. So I get that. But, man, I'm just just a kicker for you because I know your little one, she isn't moving yet. But, man, you're going to run into this shit one day where you realize that nothing of yours is yours anymore well christmas is right around the corner and i'm sure she could use some hello kitty pink headphones from walmart i'm sure they'll Dude, be on special <laughs> here's the here's the thing she's got a fucking pair she couldn't find them oh so anyway <laughs> i just think back of all the times that we fucked with dad's tools you know you'd go and mess oh. with your dad's tools and you never put them back when you're 12 years old you're fixing your bike or doing something with that those tools would never go back in the same spot and I get it now because when I'm like, oh, I need to go out and get whatever it is, and I go out to grab the socket wrench, I'm like, what the hell? You know, I know where it's at. But thinking about it, because occasionally my wife will go out there and get something or move something, I'm like, oh, where the hell is this? It's gone. Yep. That's, you know, and this is what I did because I have my, my nice tool bag that – I have a tool bag, Dustin, that when I was doing HVAC shit, I put this mm-hmm. tool bag together, and I can pretty much fix anything in a house or repipe anything in a house with this one tool bag. I got everything I fucking need. So And everything has its rightful place in this tool bag. It's like a backpack. It's a backpack tool bag, and everything has its rightful pocket place. I don't even have to fucking look at the bag. I can reach into it, and I can grab exactly what I need because I know where it is. So it drove me nuts because the wife would go in there, and I'd see my tool bag open. The fucking screwdriver's in the house. The pliers is in the laundry room, and now I'm pissed off because all my tools are fucking all over the house. I put, I put together her own tool bag for her. And a nice one at that. It almost mirrors mine with a few smaller hand tools and a few smaller electric drills. And how how did you present that to her? Was it a, it wasn't a gift, was it? You just did it one day. It wasn't like a birthday present. Like, got your tool bag. No, no. no. I've learned you can't do that for women. You know, you laugh about that, but one for one um, for one. Um, That's like Valentine's, an Easter gift. For one Valentine's Day, I got her a Dyson. Yeah, that's not bad though. I mean, people thought I was crazy. Di- like, yeah, this is what she wants. <laughs> Dysons are expensive. Nice yeah, it's vacuums. Yeah, a big ticket item. That's a when big we used ass to, ticket when item. I used to work at Target, and I, didn't you work at Target too, Josh? We all did. Yeah, we all did. There was a there was a time where like when the Dysons first came out, like they had to move them. But they were right by the emergency exit, and like people were just like loading them up in the carts and running them out the side door. <laughs> ah, that's fucking awesome. So Dude, I would move them. People will steal anything, though, because I remember working. I was a security manager, and I was up at one of our properties, and we had a grocery store up there. And the guard that I had up there was like, yeah, we've been having a ton of issues at this grocery store, usually around the first of the month, which, of course, because that's when everyone gets their food stamp money and are going in to buy money or buy groceries, so it's busy as shit. And so they would go in, and they would go fill up a cart of steaks and lobsters and run out the emergency exit. <laughs> and they were having this happen like every couple of weeks. And I was just like, who's doing this? Like, where do you go to resell 
lobster. You go up to somebody in the parking lot, like, hey, bro, you want a lobster tail? I got uh, over here, two fifty a pound, bro, two fifty a pound. Like, I know the sticker says it's nine ninety nine a pound. I'm selling it for two fifty. Like, where are you hawking this? The same girls that are selling the tamales on the east side of Las Vegas, I guess. Bro, I, hey, man, those street tamales are legit, though. Don't even. They don't are even. fire. Yeah. When I was in San Jose, there was a, a little old Mexican lady that sold them those tamales, and she had these amazing pork tamales. And every day she would show up with like four coolers. And I always was wondering, like, when the do bathtub. you make these things? The bathtub yeah. is what I've heard. Well, when do they make them? She would sit out in this parking lot for 12 hours a day until all her tamales were gone in coolers. But then she goes home, like, there's only 12 other hours in the like, When are you <laughs> sleeping? Like, I don't know Maybe where she you're had ma- like a daughter making them at home while she was selling, or vice yeah, that versa. might be. That might be. I didn't even think of that because that you know that would make total sense and be logical. Or maybe so, they were really Costco tamales and no one ever knew it. <laughs> that's a, that's a possibility. That is a possibility. Nah, man. There were a lot of those places. I remember because I, I met a lot of interesting people when I was doing that security job. There was a a, a taco cart in this bad part of town, and this dude had amazing pico de gallo that he put cactus in. And I started talking to him. I was like, hey, man, so, like, what's your story? Like, what's your deal? And he's like, oh, I came here from Mexico. Um, my wife actually, you know, the business is in her name because she, she's legal. I'm not legal. So I run the business, but everything goes through her name and all the accounts. So she manages it. And I was like, oh, well, what, what happened? You know, like, what, how did your family come here? And he's like, well, she came here early, but I've been trying to get away. The gangs killed my brother and beheaded him. And so he's like, ever since then, I had to leave. Like, I had to get out of town, so I came here. And he's like, I am still trying to kind of hide because, dude, they'll find you. And I was like, damn. <laughs> That's damn. crazy. Damn. Yeah, so brother he, do? Dude, I, I, you know what? I never actually – I can't remember. I'm sure I did ask. I, it probably was nothing, and he just got caught up in gang violence. Oh, man. Yeah. There's been a, a lot of bullshit lately, uh, well, at least that I've noticed, between uh, domestic shit. So I had seen this thing of this girl that I uh, worked with out in Vegas uh, two days ago. Um, her boyfriend offed her in front of the five kids and then killed himself, and that was all over my Facebook. And then I was driving Uber, and this club this girl's been missing and she like owned a club out here and the boyfriend's a prime suspect so i've seen like two crazy domestic situations in the last week or so just blows my mind it's like what does do dudes really get like so insecure they're like i can never see you with anybody else i'm just gonna kill you it's like what the fuck i just don't get it well you know i wonder how much of that especially when you're looking at like a club scene and stuff like that how much is that is drugs yeah, I'll, I'll, I mean, I know drugs do lower your serotonin and make you all crazy, so it, it could very well be. Yeah, and you know, you mix that with because it's always going to have alcohol mixed on top of it. Let's talk about other like fucked up situations and failures, though. What do you guys think about this whole Colin Kaepernick thing? <sighs> Man, I didn't see. I saw him warming up. Is he trying to come back or something, dude? So he, he the NFL up a workout for him it was gonna be on a saturday and they were complaining because they were like oh you know uh all the college scouts and all the scouts who are going to be trying to actually see anything they're all going to be at the college games on saturday uh and uh, if they're not all the head coaches are going to be traveling so no one's going to come to this workout and then last minute colin kaepernick's team changed venue and they went to another venue Dude, I, I was watching one video of him, and he just continued in, in, in a 30-second soundbite. He said the words, I'm ready, probably 17 times. So and, I don't I don't get it though. What's going on? They're trying. He's he's trying to get back on a team or what? Well, yeah, he he he's still saying that the NFL has basically blacklisted him, and so he's like, well, you know, I'm talented enough to be on a team, and which you know what, dude, he probably is talented enough to be on the team. You know what? I'll tell you right now. What is it? The Bengals are zero and whatever. You know, the Redskins have one win. Yeah, these teams probably could use a good Send quarterback. Send them to the Jets, dude. Exactly. But the point is, is who, no one wants to deal with his bullshit drama. Like, I, sorry, your, your talent does not outweigh your drama. I saw him at the U.S. Open. I went to the U.S. Open tennis in New York, and I saw him there with like Ben Stiller and Kobe Bryant, and they were all sitting in this little section. You just uh, – that sentence makes no sense. In my, you went to the U.S. Open. 
<laughs> How did that come about? That's the best part of this. Like, out of everybody I know in my life, <laughs> you are the last person. Like, you know what? Yeah. Dusty's going to the U.S. Open. He is the one that I think would be there. Oh, he's going to be there with a with. He's going to be in there in a suit, and he's going to be wearing and drinking a mint julep. You know, like what the hell I was this? drinking a mint julep in the front row. I, I I went with this guy that I was working for, and his child. Like he he invited me to go with him. He he said, "You guys, you want to come? I don't want to drive." And I was like, "Sure." That's how that happened. So you went to the U.S. Open, and and please tell me the experience. Like, I've oh, never, I've never enjoyed tennis as much until it's live, and you're just like hearing them go, ooh, ah, <laughs> <laughs> ooh. <laughs> That's just a lot of grunting. The grunting turned you on. That's so gay. Um, but you know, like I, I guess I just when you went, I, I I'm just trying to picture like. I'm going to say this as nice as possible. <laughs> I dressed in my normal attire, camo backwards hat. That, I, that's what I was wondering. Like, yeah, what, yeah. Did you stand out like a sword though? Oh, yeah, 100%. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. I it, sat in the front row with everybody in polos except me, and I had my backwards hat on, all black with an Illuminati-looking T-shirt on and shorts okay. and some Nike high tops, 100%. That is hilarious. Did anyone say anything to you? No, but I just found it. It was just hilarious. Like everybody were sitting around there, like they all got their little headphones on and they're got their tally sheets and they're like, Oh Mark, me and Mark went to the ski resort seven times last winter and I'm just sitting there like, yo, give me a pizza. <laughs> Shit, dude. Fucking pulling a bottle of Hennessy out of your jacket. That would have been hilarious. Yeah. Oh, it was a cool experience. So you're saying maybe I one day I should go to the US open, huh? Uh I mean it's probably not worth the money or whatever it would it's probably like 150 200 bucks a okay. ticket or something like that unless you're an avid tennis fan I am not yeah then probably not and it was really hot outside I remember it was like in the middle of summer in New York City yeah screw that Hot screw that fucking stunk like shit oh yeah <laughs> I remember we rolled up though in the dude in the dude's Mercedes, and they're like, "Oh, Mercedes is offering free parking this way." I was like, oh, well, I guess you get some perk out of having a Mercedes. So if you have a Mercedes, you can go park over there for free. Yep, it was, and huh. then they hand you a pamphlet about all their new cars. Okay. As you're rolling Fair in. Fair enough. Yeah. Dude, parking's the biggest ripoff of these places. New York City. Have you guys been there? Uh, no. No, I'd no. love to. It's a bucket list. Oh, call me if you come, but it's insane. It's like uh, it's like thirty five dollars everywhere. Like the cheapest you'll find is in some sketchy back lot for like twenty six. That was California too. It's ridiculous, dude. Those people that own those parking garages are like mega millionaires. I bet. God, that's like one of the most impo- like that's the, one of the best places you can own is a parking garage. The ones in New York, like they put your car on these racks and then they like lift your car over the next car and over the next car and over the next car and these car they're, they're on like these car racks that are like automated. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's pretty. Cool. Dude, you seen this uh this new dealership Carvana? You guys have any Carvanas in here? Yeah, I've heard about that. It's like all internet based, isn't it? It is, and then they give you a passcode. You show up to this weird, like, tower dealership. They have these cars, and it's like a seven-story tower. And you type in your token, and your car gets dropped down to the ground level for you to get in and drive away in. Yep, I've seen that. And they are expanding at a crazy exp- – like, I guess last year they had, like, an 1,100% growth of their company. Wow. And they're starting to blow all these other dealerships out of the, out of the water. And, I, you know, mostly they're in the southern United States. They also just deliver them to your door if you want, right? They'll also deliver them to your door. And you think about it, you're like, yeah, no shit. You don't have to deal with a finance office anymore. You just don't have to deal with that shit. And I checked the prices. When we bought our car, because I bought it a deal- our car at a dealership around here, I checked Carvana afterward. It is like the same price as a dealership. It was just a not little bit them. higher for me, but not too much. I-, I looked at it, too, when I got my Subaru recently. It was a little bit higher, but it wasn't anything crazy. Subaru? Yeah. I didn't know you were an outdoorsy lesbian. No, I got the W. I got, I got a, I got a souped up WRX, dude. I don't got, I don't got any Subaru. I'm not just rolling around in a cross track, dude. Okay, you don't need some hiking boots. I'm gonna send you hiking boots for Christmas. You, just, it sounds like you I, might. Need I some. could use some, yeah. <laughs> Stay away from the ticks out here. Yeah, dude, it really wasn't that big of a difference when I looked at the price. I mean, maybe a couple hundred bucks for some of the cars. I mean, it was kind of a wash, though. And, and you know what, dude? I don't blame people. 
I don't blame people because just like when we were talking about going to the doctors, you feel like you're getting screwed. Everywhere you go now, the salesperson is always trying to trying to screw you. That's all it is. I saw um, Stop and Shop and Walmart has these robotic arms going down the aisles now. I forget what they're called. They have these giant robotic things with like 16 cameras on them, and they're just like rolling down the aisles. What? Yeah. Walmart? They're like they're like good seven feet tall, and they're like these big, long, pole-looking things, and they got like 16 cameras on them, and it has like a robotic arm, and it like can restock shelves and monitor the store and all this crazy shit. I'll send you a picture. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, the That's crazy. thing looks expensive. You know- like We're how going much back to that though, because everyone has to cut down on theft and theft is such a big issue. You're starting to see a lot of these stores where basically like you don't touch the product. That's why buy online pickup in store is becoming so big because you don't have a chance to even go in and steal because they here's all your bags, everything's sitting for you. When you come to pick it up, you stay in your car. We'll bring it out to you. So what you're saying is in the future, the majority of the people that are in the stores are just thieves. <laughs> just thieves or employees it's like why well, aren't you on amazon oh you must be a yeah. thief <laughs> well think about it i mean when you used to think about like an old west general store you would walk into a counter and you would give the guy your list and he would go in the back with a basket and pick everything off the shelves for you and then at a certain point it turned into like oh well it's a register and i can just stand at the register and monitor the store and you can kind of cut down personnel that way and so when you have that it, it ends up saving you in in the shortage portion of it well at a certain point we're kind of going back to that and then i also talk out of the other side of my mouth because amazon has like employee list stores <laughs> i sent you on your facebook the robotic arm if you want to look at it i kind of do <laughs> i want to see what this is um it like restocks all their shelves it says why but see why walmart wants robots and not workers stocking shelf like this robotic thing has got to cost 50 grand, okay? The maintenance on it's got to be expensive as hell. And it's like, how much are you really saving in the long run? They're paying their employees nine bucks an hour. They're saving a lot. And, and the reason they're saving a lot is because what ends up happening is you don't have to pay for health insurance for that robot. You don't have to pay for, you know, uh, tax on top of it. Because every time you pay your taxes out of your paycheck, your employer is paying that same amount of tax out of there, too for every employee so now i have a robot all right great fucking that one robot replaces because it can work 24 hours a day it now replaces three different people and i save a shit ton of money oh shit yeah dude this robot's pretty fucking rad and you saw where uh stop and shop it's like a smith's out here or whatever damn dude and it's restocking shelves and everything yeah the goal is is just to get rid of everybody's jobs Maybe where's we should the, start listening to Andrew Yang. Where's the link on here? You guys don't have that link. Oh, I drop it for you right now. I got you. Boom. Not a boy. Let me see Damn. this thing. Now, when they – do you think the person that made um, a selfless checkout, like – oh, not the person that made it, but the stores that went to that, they probably regretted it, huh? Do you know how many people, like, just don't scan shit at self-checkout and throw it in the bag? <laughs> They've probably I'm lost not- money on that shit. No, I, they're, 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 if they were losing money, you wouldn't see it being expanded in every grocery store. You're I mean, I went into Home Depot the other day. Dude, they took out every register. They have one or two people now watching all of their self-checkouts. It is only self-checkout at Home Depot. Oh, really? Yep. But everybody double-scans but... shit and throws it in. But how much of that are you really seeing as a loss? Because you know what I would say? I, I bet you more people pay for all their stuff and scan everything properly. Oh, yeah, don't. 100%. I would say probably five. Well, it depends where you're at in the country. But <laughs> if you're in Detroit, it's probably 20 to 30% of people actually double scan. You're in Vegas, probably 10 to 20%. But, I mean, if you're in some little suburban town like me, it's probably like 99% of people actually, you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. So with that being said, then they're not losing. Because if, if they were, they would not continue to expand it. You go into like... You go to a Smith's or a Kroger now, they have like a, a, a scan your bag as you shop. So as you shop, you scan whatever you're throwing in your bag. And yeah, I've seen when that. you get to the front, you just basically like put your thing away and say finish order and you walk out. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, so they've got that. They also, I mean, now almost all of their stuff, we've talked about on a previous episode, Walmart's basically gone to a complete self-checkout too. Is your guys' estates charging 10 cents a bag like mine is? 
No, because no, we're not a communist. We're not a communist state like California either. Oh uh, yeah, we're every, everywhere I go is ten cents a bag. You must pay ten cents for your bag. Yeah, I just paid it all the time, and then I threw. I purposely threw my bags into the ocean. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck you! you if, if they're free, I'll do what's right. If you're making me pay for them, they're mine. I'm going to do what I want." <laughs> you're fucked up. Yeah, you're gonna I, get I, some I PETA activist down. on air. You're yeah. killing the fucking turtles. I flipped them upside down. I cut them so they made them look more like a jellyfish, and then I threw them in the ocean. <laughs> or, or, or did you throw them in the Rio Grande? Because I know you're nowhere near an ocean. No, well, the, I was in California and I was paying for them. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 fuck that. No, all right, I'm gonna stop right there. <laughs> yeah, Pete, Pete's coming to your house. We should talk about the time we went dolphin hunting and hunting oh the beach. Oh my god, dude! Who was that that I was telling that, that to? That was my wife. Oh, you did that to my wife before she was my wife. Oh my god! I told her that we went to California and went hunting dolphins and we were shooting them with AR-15s, and she believed me. <laughs> she was so angry. She was so so angry. Josh is gonna oh have like a, a freaking massive amount of protesters outside of his front door. Shut down, thoughts on demand. Shut down. <laughs> we uh, we actually invited her over. Who said, "Well, we'll be back tomorrow, but come on over. We're doing a big dolphin fry." <laughs> oh fuck! She was mad. Oh man, oh. have I told you guys the story about eating a whale? Mm-mm. No. What was her name? (laughs) (laughs) So when we went on our honeymoon, um, we wanted to go to a local fish fry on the island. And so we hired a driver to take us to this. And, dude, it was a sketch neighborhood for even this place. And two things. One, we went to, like, a a, a big, like, touristy fish fry. Dude, I was offered cocaine I do not know how many times. Like, everyone's like, you want some Coke? And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, all the locals kept offering me Coke, which I was like, this is kind of cool because I want to try it, but I don't trust snorting Coke on an island. Anyway, um, so we went to a um, a fish fry, like a local one, and I, I, we were like, we're trying everything. And it was really cool, dude. They had, like, full lobsters for 15 bucks, um, and so all sorts of stuff. And we tried everything, and they had this one thing called blackfish, and I was like, what is it? And it looked like it was in, like, a mole sauce. So I tried it, and I was like, I don't know. It tastes kind of like lamb. It was weird. And so when we got back into the car, I asked the driver, and I was like, what is this blackfish? He's like, it's a fish. And I was like, well, what kind of fish? He's like, it's a pilot whale. And I was like, oh, it's a whale. I was like, but it tasted like almost like beefy. And this guy looked at me. And earlier in the conversation, he told me that he had a sixth grade education. And he looked at me and was like, yeah, no shit. It tasted like a beef or a red meat. It's a mammal. Why wouldn't it? And he said like, that to you? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> Damn, this guy with a sixth grade education just schooled me on a mammal. You're right. <laughs> Whales are mammals. Damn, I'm stupid. But I had this really weird, conflicted thing because we all in the car had eaten this. And so when he was like, oh, it's a whale, we all kind of looked at each other like, oh, fuck, we all just ate a whale. And I don't know why, but I feel really guilty about it. <laughs> uh, I mean, you feel guilty about eating that, then you might as well go vegan, bro. <laughs> No, man, because you know what? Whales are just smarter. Like, they're, they're, they're smart animals. They have languages and all that kind of stuff. Do you think they they're aliens, constructs. too? I, I listened to one of your thoughts on demand about how dolphins were aliens. Hey, man, you know <laughs> that what? That was me. That was me. <laughs> I said that. Yeah, that's that's not a crazy out there theory. Maybe, and I maybe didn't they're say, the... Hold on. I didn't say they were aliens. I said, they're, they're from here. But I said what I'm saying. They left and they're coming back to study, and they leave soldiers here to study. So maybe the whales are like their masters, the master aliens, or well, the fat, lazy Bob neighbor Bob, one or the other. Yeah, just kind of floating around like fuck it. I'm going to study him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't, but I don't, they're just smart animals. Like I don't care about eating a cow. Cows are dumb. I mean, they're, they're dumb. Sheep, dumb. Lamb, dumb. But like, if you eat smart stuff, like I feel bad. Like I couldn't eat a crow. Crows are using tools. I'd feel awful eating a crow. Huh? I'd feel awful because it probably tastes like shit. I can't see crow being good. Yeah, I can't either. Now, when I shoot rabbit, see, now, I shoot the rabbits that are in my yard for eating the vegetables and fucking my garden up. Man, I debate every now and again. I should just skin one of these little fuckers and throw them on the grill and see what they're like, but. Man, the fleas that are on these things are Ooh. impressive. 
Oh, fuck. You put them in a plastic Ziploc bag, and you can just watch the fleas all over inside the bag. That's gross. Yeah, they're covered. So how do you prevent your dogs from getting fleas? Uh, well, we don't... Our, my yard's rabbit-free now. Yeah, but I mean, if the fleas are that rampant on the rabbits, they've got to be out in the grass just in general, right? I don't know. I don't know how that works. Dogs don't have fleas, though. That I know. This is a little huh. This is a little off subject, but it has something to do with animals. Have you guys ever done a Thanksgiving turkey completely baked out of your mind? No. It's you mean so done weird. Done one is in fucked it? Yeah, yeah that, that's exactly it. what I'm talking about, Jake. I'm have you just... ever fucked a turkey on Thanksgiving high? Well, Farva, <laughs> I know you. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> we never know how this can go. No. Cooked a Thanksgiving turkey while you're high. <laughs> Not during Thanksgiving, but I've done a turkey. You fucked a turkey? Yeah, fucked a turkey. No, I've died. <laughs> yeah, that neck hole is nice and tight. <laughs> I, I I have cooked well baked, if that's what you're asking. No, have you actually like prepped an animal like a turkey or any like type of animal like that while you're completely fucking high? Quarter yes. to deer. While you're high? Yeah. Isn't that such a weird like experience? I don't know. It was super weird for me cooking a turkey like prepping a turkey while it was fucking baked. Like, the bird is like a fucking bird. I don't know how to explain it. Like. No, you know, for me, it was more, I don't know, I guess I took more time and thought while I was doing it. You know, normally when I'm quartering a deer, we're fucking bullshitting with the guys and whatever. And, you know, there's less thought into the animal. But when I was fucked up, a little baked, there was a lot more thought about the animal and it's life and that's what, what, that's I was what I'm doing. thinking about. And like that goes on to Rogan's thing about being compassionate when he's high and all that kind of shit. But it, it kind of is when I was cooking the turkey, I'm like, oh, my God, this bird. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. <laughs> it gave its life for me. <laughs> but it's Thanksgiving, so we're going to kill it. Speaking of which, no. federally legalization of marijuana is planned in Congress within the next two weeks. Good. Good. Uh, it's about fucking time. Yes. Okay, back to Thanksgiving, because Thanksgiving is this coming week in this episode. <laughs> Will this episode come out before Thanksgiving? I don't know. I don't know. You're, you're the, the expert, dude. Right? You're the expert here. <laughs> dude, it's so bad. Is that bad or what? That I have no idea when this episode will be coming out. Um, he stalked Nah, dude. All right. Tell me. I think I might be on the outside for this one. Okay. I don't like turkey for Thanksgiving. Ham? Ham. You're, you've always been a ham guy. Though. I was that way growing up as well, but I kind of evolved into as I got older. My mom used to always have to cook a ham for me. She's like, ham's for Christmas, but if you really want one. Nah, man. Prime ribs for Christmas. That's my new Christmas. That is a, Ham that is for a, Thanksgiving, prime rib for Christmas. That is a Christmas thing. See, you can, I'm not a ham person, so I'm not, I'm not going to go there with you. I, I just... Man, I love turkey. Deep fried love turkey. Love some fucking deep turkey. fried. Oh my deep God. fried. I like a deep fried turkey. I'm not a fan of a roasted turkey. Dude, I'll tell you what, man. This, so this is how what I do to my turkey, okay? I brine the fucker really good, and I make the brine out of um, just it's like a mirepoix. You know, your onion, your celery, and your carrots. A mirepoix. Onion. Yeah. And I brine it overnight. Then you soak it in buttermilk for another 24 hours to pull all the salt out but leave all the flavor in. Rinse it off, and then I make a compound butter. So this is something that my wife taught me. But she'll take we get like a three pound stick of Amish butter, good grass fed butter, and I'll throw it in the food processor with a bunch of fresh garlic, thyme, sage, um, salt, pepper, a little cayenne pepper, just a bunch of herbs and some seasonings, and I'll let the food processor blend that butter up. Then I'll put it in the fridge and I'll let it harden up overnight. Then I slice discs. This is like a five day turkey. <laughs> oh no, this, this day it's three days. But I'll tell you right now how good it is. So after you get those sliced, you lift that skin up and you slice. You put those pads all over underneath the skin of that turkey, and then you take a little bit and you melt it and you rub it all over the turkey and then you season it. And then I put it on the smoker, and I slow cook it. At 300 degrees until it's done while basting it in the butter that's dripping fucking out of Martha that Stewart here. It is fucking ridiculous. My dad actually, they were leaving um, the state. They were driving home and I had finished a turkey that day and they were stopping by just to say goodbye to the kids. And I said, Dad, real quick, can you come out here and have a little of this turkey? He took a big chunk of the breast meat that was just dripping with juice. And he looks at me, he goes, that's not breast meat. And he goes, I don't, I don't like dark meat. I don't know, that's breast meat. 
And the look on his face as he tried that was was well worth it. That's how fucking good turkey is. Could turkey you imagine? Could, could you imagine doing the three day process and then realizing you cooked the turkey with the gizzards? <laughs> that would suck. That would suck. I did do the three process three day process one time on a big one. I got a twenty eight pounder, and when I put it in the egg, I didn't realize how high the turkey sat in my grill, and the thermometer of the grill actually punctured the turkey. So I wasn't getting an accurate temperature reading of the inside of the grill, and I fucking fried the thing. Oh, shit. Oh, it was fucking horrible. Drier than shit. So I have pound turkey is an enormous it was a, turkey. It was a fucking monster. Well, the one I shot a couple of years back was 29 pounds. Yeah, and I, I just, mean, that, granted, that wasn't, that wasn't dressed out, so it still had all the guts and blood and feathers and feet and all that shit still attached to it. Yeah. I, I get, you know, when you're doing a turkey at home, I think probably 13 pounds is really... 13, 14 is about as big as you really kind of want to go. I don't do anything under 20, and I'll tell you why. I want leftovers. I want to eat turkey sandwiches for like two days. I love fucking turkey. You guys want to hear how high I was last year? I was so fucking high that after Thanksgiving dinner, I was like looking at all this vegan activist shit, and I'm like, you know what? I want to see what it's like to go vegan for four or five days. And my girlfriend's like, we just cooked Thanksgiving dinner and we have all these leftovers. And my dumb ass goes vegan for four days after Thanksgiving and just lets all the fucking Thanksgiving leftovers go bad in the fridge. I felt like a true piece of shit. (laughs) Seriously, you should be. I don't know why I did that either. And I look back on it. This was just last year or two years ago. And I look back on it and I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? The amount of waste. The amount of waste. That's bad. It was just so dumb. Yeah. Well, guys, I hope you yeah. have nice Thanksgivings. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get it wrapped up because it is about that time. Um, before we go, all right, everybody, remember to do uh, your part. Uh, subscribe to the show. Like us on Facebook. Share us with a friend. All that kind of great stuff. Follow us on Twitter at TOD Podcast. Uh, if you're dumb and you follow us, let me know, and I will happily call you out for being dumb. Uh, anything else you guys got? <laughs> no, I think that's it. Cool. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Happy Thanksgiving.